Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff. I am the Jeff part. And I am also the Jeff part. This is Junk Miles with Jeff and Jeff. Two Jeffs for the price of none. Mm -hmm. This is free, Chip. One thing about our podcast we've been doing for years, it's free. It really is. Yeah, there's, we have, uh, I I mean, we did make Mm $60,000 in November that we didn't (laughs) tell anybody about that we kept and we split. But other than that, it's been free. Yeah, I mean, besides that, it's been free. No yeah. Patreons needed. No, we don't do live um, reads of products. You don't see us, you know, selling, um, you know, uh, website building apps. You don't see us sell uh, uh, Guy Weldon uh, best underwear ever. We don't do any of that. Right. No, no, we don't. Maybe we should start. Maybe that's what, is that what Maybe you're trying to should. say? Maybe we should, yeah. Chip. Yeah. Who knows? How you been, buddy? I have been good, man. I. Uh, you're fully just- vaxxed. I'm yes, I'm vaxxed and relaxed. I feel mm-hmm. good. I, I I am vaxxed. I've I it's it's all in my body. It's in my bloodstream, but it's still the 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 guppies are becoming frogs in my bloodstream right now. Whoa. So I'm not fully vaxxed. I will be uh they will be completely mature frogs in my system uh a week from now. Next Thursday I'll be fully vaxxed. That's when we can high five. Do you want to schedule a start. high five? I think we can schedule a high five. I think that'd be great. Let's anybody out there wanna schedule a high five. It'll be a junk miles group high five. We'll meet in the middle of a, a city park. Yep. And we will just come running from different directions. And then we will time it and meet in the middle. And we'll all jump up like uh like Judd Nelson at the end of Breakfast Club. We'll just jump up with our fists in the air and high five. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think that's a great idea, Jeff. I think you nailed right. it. I'll schedule yeah. it. I'll put it okay. on your uh put it on your I'll calendar. Put it on your calendar. <laughs> Jeff, yeah, uh, how are you? How are you feeling? You're you're fully vaxxed, right? Fully vaxxed. I had the J and J shot one and done. The day I got my shot, literally four hours later, they said the J and J shot will now be taken off because there are some problems. How did you feel about that? I did, I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to be fine. Yeah. Like at this point of the whole pandemic and everything, I'm just nothing like really phases me too much. Sure. You know, just another small panic attack, Chip. What? <laughs> We've all had, we've all had plenty. They're just, they're just part of life. It's, now. it's more as panic stack anymore is more like a sneeze. You're just like, well, just give me a tissue. I'm good. Move on. Yeah. But I am, I'm very excited. And of course we had news out today that we will all be, uh, we don't have to wear masks outdoors anymore, indoors someplace. Okay. I feel like we're, I think it's getting a little fast. <laughs> a little fast. Like I, like I, I just tweeted that I feel like the CDC is basically like just, they're just teachers in June at this point. It was like, <laughs> ah, whatever. Like I, I, like I was like, are you guys still in charge? Could you guys keep us like, it's like going over to that kid's house where like the parents let them do anything mm-hmm. and you don't feel safe. And you're just like, I think I, I think I want to go back to my house for a little while. Like, I don't think, yeah. Oh, oh, you're, 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 we're allowed to climb on the roof. Okay, great. Let's okay. I got an idea. Let's go back to my place and play dominoes. You know, right. just like the mom's in the kitchen having a couple of pops with her friends. And yeah. And, and you're like, your mom doesn't care that we do this. Oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Or it's, it's like you find out like the kid curses in front of his mom and you're like, this is not this is not kosher at all. I'm not comfortable with this situation. Like, I feel like I feel like they just went from like 60 to zero. It was literally they're just like, you can't do anything. And they're just like, ah, go for it. We're fine. And it's like, I don't think we're fine yet. And, and the thing is, it's like I trust that you and I mm-hmm. could go into a store yes, without masks mm-hmm. and be okay. Yeah. But like, do you see the idiots that go into stores on a general basis that like, that aren't 
vaxxed. Like, I wish there was a situation where, like, you turned a shade of, like, I don't know, blue or something like that sure. if you got vaxxed for a year. So you can, like, tell. Or it's like Ash Wednesday. You oh, know, like, you, like you see, like a, like, a little V on your forehead. It's like, okay, you're cool. I, think, I can I can let's interact go back with you. to your idea of when you get vaxxed, your whole body turns blue. I okay. like that idea. I think, I I think like that's that a good idea one. Better. Papa Papa Smurf kind of look going yeah. on. Yeah. Let me uh let me, I'm gonna text Pfizer right now and see yeah, if they can say, uh, guys, get on that. And I'm gonna buy stock in the company that uh produces blue dye. Yeah. Non-toxic, non-toxic blue dye. I just put uh I just put uh 1700 doge coins in that. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You don't. I don't either. Yeah. I'm a tech guy, Chip, and, and I've spent time reading up on blockchains and, and all that stuff over the years. Every time I think I get it, I don't. No. It's apparently people are making money in until Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live and then they lost it. I think that's they, what happened. Yeah, yeah. He basically said that what he his Dogecoin thing was a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Jokingly. And then, of course, the the everything tanked, not only his stupid um bitcoin but all the other ones too well which is which is weird because that's also i don't know if you remember a series of uh hans and franz's gyms went out of business one night after they did a rather scathing sketch uh on snl in 90 <laughs> 1992 i believe you know what was great about hans and franz back then when they were popular um all the kind of you know your buddies who are you know, I guess kind of like meatheads or just kind of yeah. like bro bros. Yes. How many Hans and Franzes did you see at Halloween parties for oh. like a good three, four years? Uh, it was a decade, I feel like. <laughs> that it was just like, or like saying the catchphrase, even like even Wayne Wayne's World, like that was right in my wheelhouse of like yeah. when it was, when I was really into it. And Wayne's World, like I didn't even get, my big thing with SNL was like, I was so nerdy that like, the th it's the church lady, Wayne's World, all yep. that stuff, the unfrozen caveman lawyer, which was great. And I'm not saying those things were bad. I'm not saying they were bad. Uh, but I had to have at least one deep thoughts every. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Deep thoughts was the only like they could have just run 90 minutes of deep thoughts. And that and which is basically what Twitter is now, although it's like shitty deep thoughts. But I would I would just watch 90 minutes of of uh, Phil Hartman reading uh crazy yeah. jack handy lines that, that's all i need i think that's a, a really great synopsis of twitter shitty jack handy yeah that's all it is it's like it started out great yeah. i would love to go back i, I wish you, you know how there's like facebook memories i wish you could go back to twitter mm -hmm. like where you just go back to like it's like 2009 uh -huh. and you just read your feed from 2009 oh, no. No, it, it would be amazing well not like mine but like but oh, like right. every like the oh, people that the we feed. were friends yeah, with, like yeah, yeah. when it was just like when Paul F. Tompkins was the big deal yeah. on Twitter and like was like saying funny things and Patton Oswalt and it was just dumb people making stupid jokes. And that was the best. Those were the it salad would be years. Fun to see who first started using all kind of the hacky stuff. Like, like it would be um, Paul F. Tompkins being like, "Hey, we need more insurance commercials." Said no one ever. Right, right. Like, it's like, oh, it's funny the that genesis time. Genesis of all those. Yeah, not yeah. that Paul F. ever did that one, but right. You know, we were all kind of. We were all doing the F. We were all part of it, Chip. Yeah, we were. Yes, we were. Chip, we should tell people that we have a guest tonight, and I think we've promoted this. I'm very excited. I yeah. see that he's entered the waiting room on nope. Zoom. I'm going to make Ooh. him sweat it out a just a little bit. I think so. I think it's a good idea. He, um, yeah, I'm very excited. This, um, this young man, very funny comedian, very funny stand up. Seen him live. 
big fan. And now he's, I guess we'd call him a YouTube influencer. Uh, yeah, he's a YouTubist. YouTubist. He's a foodie. He's a, yeah. a YouTube food star, an influencer. You know what? Let's just get him on. I'm going to admit this man. And let's see if he'll pop up on screen. It'd be great if he did. Ladies and gentlemen, the only, well, the one and only Merv Griffin. <laughs> yes. There he is. James hey, Heskey. how's it going? Ladies I am and gentlemen, not... it's James Heskey. James, where are you coming to us from? Where are you? I'm coming from Queens, uh, Sunnyside, Queens. Uh, a, you like, he, he, do you need he, my address? Should I yeah. read that? He, just go. Just go, if you want to find out where James is right now. Let me get my social security card. <laughs> get Hang your social on. security card. Yeah. Um, just what you want to do if you want to find James right now, just go to Queens, New York, and just find the closest photo booth that uh, <laughs> that takes pictures for your passport. <laughs> and that's where James is right now. That yeah. So James, I, when it, I think I'm, of you, I think of fun Zoom background, and boy, did you not disappoint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the other side is a, is a wall that whoever lived here before me put a bunch of holes in and then didn't do a good job of patching up. And I didn't care about it. No. Um, I just, so I never fixed it. I didn't put any time into fixing it and it didn't matter mm -hmm. until the pandemic. And then that was the wall that my camera faces on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly that that mattered a whole lot yeah and uh it's also like it's it's a weird there's a weird sort of door so i live in a house that was turned into apartments guys this is architecture talk with james i love it yes it's it is great uh and uh so they they uh there's just no way to make it look good without spending a whole bunch of money that i don't like I could spend it. Yeah. I, yeah. I could afford it. I could, I just mm -hmm. don't want to, yeah. I don't want to spend the money. I don't care enough when I could literally just do this. I could just spin around and just give you a plain, plain old blue wall. It brings out your eyes. Thank you. It does. Thank you. James, not only are you oh. a comedian, you have a very popular, I'd say newish, well, new, new yeah. YouTube <laughs> show called the depressed chef, which mm -hmm. I love chip. You a fan? Uh, jury's still out for me. Okay. Not it's, sure if I like it. Especially the episodes you helped write. That's well. That's true. That's true. I like those. <laughs> yeah, um, the ones the ones you helped write. You're not a big fan of. No, not at all. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah, but I definitely did check Chip out. Has only uh, liked the ones that he's. I looked at, at yeah. all your videos, and I saw that Chip only liked the ones that he wrote. It's right, they're called right. they're called algorithms, Jeff. They're called algorithms, okay. and I and I we live and die by them. Uh, but it is a very funny series, The Depressed Chef. Uh, do you want to give your little elevator pitch of what The Depressed Chef is, James? Sure, yeah. yeah. So the, the main idea is I, I love cooking shows, uh, but they're always every, – every cooking show is somebody cooking for their happy family and their wonderful life. And this is a guy who is just barely hanging on. <laughs> so that's the, the whole idea. And you, you get a little – a little bit of uh, mental health in every episode so the idea is that you really learn how to cook something every episode you learn how to cook something and you get a little bit of mental health uh in every single episode each episode is a is a minute and a half to two minutes if there's a guest i might go about two and a half minutes but that's it and um they're fun so so uh yeah check them out they're on youtube uh, my, and, and my all the favorite. recipes he lists right in the comments and right they're, in the they're, comments, they're, yeah. so you legitimately learn how to cook different dishes uh, yeah so there's there's fun if you uh i know there's a wing shortage so you can uh you know if you are one of the 12 people in the united states who still has wings you can go and and make 
wings uh, right now. But uh, I have the, I have in my house just bags of gasoline and bags of wings. That's great. I, I'm just hoarding. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, on um, on Monday, there's a new every Monday. There's a new episode since it's a depressed chef. I figure Monday should be the episode. Oh, my God. Yes. Perfect day. And uh, and I'm working on an episode that I already filmed uh, with my parents and stepmother. (laughs) So my mom, my dad and my stepmother. I saw the preview for that, James. That looks uh, it looks uh, very, very. Exciting. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Because you don't normally have. A, a dad, a mom, and a stepmom all smiling and happy, getting ready to cook together right. on any show. Right. Usually not. So, you know, I, I said, let's, you know, I try to lean into the, the weirdness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to lean into the weirdness. So are you actually, you, you would consider yourself like a fan of cooking and a fan of cooking shows, correct? Right, right. Well, like I can only, so I love cooking shows, Um and then I like cooking, but I definitely have like a wheelhouse. Like I can't okay. bake. And okay. um, uh, I definitely have like a wheelhouse of things that are, I, I'm much better on like the stove. To, well, what am I, what am I good at? Like I, 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 I'm much better with like meats and, and veggies than I am with like, let's say like a pasta dish or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you'd probably do really well on Top Chef because all the chefs there they don't actually say it, but they all believe baking and desserts are a little below them. They're right. always like, oh, I haven't I haven't really done that because I'm so busy running my restaurants. I have chefs for that. Um, yeah. So are you a Top Chef fan? I know. Uh, I, actually, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm above that. Uh, yeah. I have I have a guy who watches Top Chef for me. <laughs> uh, no, what uh, I yeah, I, I like there's a bunch of online chefs that I love. Uh, is this guy Adam Ragusia mm-hmm. who I really love because he was a like a professor at a, I think at like Mercer College who just stumbled into this so half of his videos are cooking videos and then half of them are just some sort of educational video about food mm-hmm. and the last one this week was just what are Vidalia onions and just like what just what are they and it was a 15 minute video on what are Vidalia onions and why are they special and yeah. I'll just, you'll just, ner- he'll just nerd out about food. So I, I, you know, that's the sort of stuff I like, but he really does cook for like, oh, and here's my sort of happy family. And so then I, you know, then I, I, uh, his isn't too saccharine sweet, but I, I, I play off of things like that. Do you, um, do you find yourself like trying to emulate certain things that you like in the YouTube cooking world where you're like, I like those camera angles. Because uh, the thing I like about your depressed chef, it is very similar. Like I watch a lot of cooking videos also. Just the point of view, the way you have your cameras, you know, you have some on the food. Um, I noticed oh, yeah. in an, a later video you did where you didn't appear much in it, but you had a guest, chef, <laughs> which was super funny. I don't want to ruin anything, but there were different views to that. Um, so you find yourself picking up things like, ooh, I want to incorporate that. Yeah, I mean, especially it's hard because I am uh... – the other reason I did this show was because I needed to learn how to edit and shoot all my own stuff during the yeah. pandemic. So this was as much like a learning exercise as anything else. So my buddy, Mikey Gleason, uh, who I know Chip knows well, I don't know, Jeff, if you know Mikey, but I, I've heard of him. Just uh, but Mikey's been uh, just coaching me along on every single episode, especially at the beginning. So 
he uh the idea was just like i just i i stole directly from a lot of different episodes where it's like all right this is how you would shoot <laughs> chopping up vegetables it's just you you just have so i just have a i'm shooting these on my phone yeah yeah um but i would just get the shot and they're like oh so that's how you would do it and the first three episodes it took me hours and now i can do it quickly but then you know you just um uh you figure out how to you know who you can steal from and and steal bits from and and then uh you know now i'm developing my own style which is Mm -hmm. uh crap you know just complete (laughs) you know i i have i have no style whatsoever but i I think it's a bit much that you make I think it's a bit much that you make one of your roommates uh, shoot drone footage all around the. Uh, yeah, that has to be distracting <laughs> and dangerous in the living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fun. Later in the uh, in the season, I'm gonna lose an eye. That's the. Uh, I'm just gonna have an eye just get all right. Life's right out. One eye drone. depressed, yep. chef. Just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll be well, like that Texas congressman. Yes, he's fun, right? Good right. Guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. I'll make Pete Davidson apologize to me. <laughs> Uh, one thing I noticed about a lot of cooking videos, when people get a little uh, notoriety, they, they start getting the follower account up there, they mm-hmm. start feeling their oats. They tend to go on camera more. So they'll show you the angles I'm cooking. Then they'll be like, let's take a break. And they all get these extreme close-ups. They're like, let's talk now about, and then they'll just mention like, when you're sauteing tofu, and i'm just so tired of their face after like 30 seconds that's when i know i'm done with the cooking show when they get a little too into themselves not what they're doing let me um let me do a re-edit on this next episode (laughs) uh no i it's funny because i i i i really like i need to play with how much i put myself on Mm -hmm. camera especially because now i i'm having guests on in each time i have to come up with a reason for why they're there because it it doesn't make sense for me to have guests on each time i have to like well why am i what who would who would hang out with the depressed chef it seems stupid um but you could have like maybe a guest like your landlord or the the maintenance man right Right. also happens to be a cook Right. So that's the idea is like, you know, I want to encourage people if they want to play characters, do that right now. It's so far it's been comics or my parents. I feel um, like this this whole interview is just a long con for Jeff to become the Schneider of um, of yeah. the depressed chef. Like he yeah. showed up with his tool belt and his mustache. And yeah. uh, I can and, and, and then I go on there and I only start cooking vegetarian things. And then you can audibly hear boo coming from the <laughs> right. whole YouTube <laughs> universe oh that's right you're are you, you're vegetarian yeah sorry but i still okay. enjoy what you're cooking well no can... that but that would be fun like you would just cook and then and you would make something really nice and then the depressed <laughs> chef would just like microwave like four hot dogs and dump them off <laughs> and you're like that's better <laughs> i made it better yeah um that you know that's that's i think a little more his style and let's not let's not put let's not i don't want to start any rumors i i don't have a following mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> after this show you will after this yeah, will i think yeah. i will yeah you're gonna you're gonna, now, you're and gonna i can always it. we call it the five to ten person bump yeah Ooh, that was that would that would get me like another five to ten percent baby <laughs> well you're a young you're a young cooking fella Ooh, you know, just, let's just, also not start any rumors there. Just getting, you know, getting your feet wet in the YouTube cooking world. And mm-hmm. um, 
you know, we're here to help out. Chip, oh, do you cook? Uh, yes and no, not really. I there there are a select handful of dishes that I do cook, uh, and when I say a handful, I can fit them all in one hand. Uh, <laughs> very little. So I do. For I I can I can bake some chicken. Um, I can do some salmon every once in a while, but I I don't utilize it that much. Uh, you would think that the pandemic would have helped that it actually mm-hmm. hindered it because I like going into the grocery store looking for the food and then getting it. We've been getting curbside pickups. I feel like I don't get the fish as much, but uh, I am not much of a uh, not much of a cook. It's, I can make the a fish. Is, the I fish can... is great when it's been sitting out curbside for an extra <laughs> couple hours in South yeah, Philly. It's nice. Exactly. So that's why I figured. Uh, you know, let's let's not jump really in. Really soak yet. in those flavors. I am very depressed though, if that helps. I don't <laughs> it know does. if that okay. it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got th- I got that on lockdown. How about you, Jeff? Do you cook? I'm really bad. I'm I just have never been I try and I try to find like I try to do some like complex tofu recipes and stuff. I have like five dishes I can make. And my family's really nice. Like they'll humor me. Like my wife's a very good cook. And my family will be like, Yeah, this is good. This is good. And they're just like into the garbage you know the dogs and then the dogs are like "Mm, we're good the the worst i ever felt for anybody cooking was my mom one time tried to make chinese food like american style (laughs) chinese food yeah not exaggerating she spent two and a half three hours working on it and it was just inedible i mean it was just like (laughs) just complete shit and we we all did the like it no it's fine and finally she broke first she's like no it's not it's gross it's awful oh good <laughs> and God, at least she knew. we like it was bad enough that like we just started taking out like deli meat and making sandwiches <laughs> like it was <laughs> it was just like this isn't good it's not it's just awful and it's it's family lore at this point would you ever I know you like more of the YouTube cooking shows, but would you ever go on a cooking competition show? Oh, I'm not nearly good enough for that. But, but even just for, I mean, you don't have to be. I mean, there are some pretty crappy shows out there that really kind of want the not so great cook to be on just so they can, just so Gordon Ramsay can yell in your face. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think I would do that. Here's the problem is I'm, I think I'd be, really really bad at like there's no of course i would do it because i am uh (laughs) desperate for attention but um there's uh, there's i don't know that i would ever like nobody would want me on one of these because i'm not a bad enough cook that it's really funny i'm not a good enough cook that anybody's impressed uh, and then if Gordon Ramsay starts yelling at me, I'd be like, all right, yeah, that's kind of cool, right? Like, I'm not going to get scared. I'm like, all right, he's putting on the show. This is neat. You're not going like, to get angry. Yelling, and then like, all right, can you leave? Like, this isn't the show. You're supposed to get upset. Yeah, picture how much more aggravated he would be with you just laughing every time he said something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not, and I love watching, I do like watching Gordon Ramsay when he goes into a, a restaurant Mm-hmm. And then they're they're like, I think I think we're like he's really gonna be impressed with our food, and then they like microwave an oyster. <laughs> and, he's and like, like I'm put, looking over your menu, and um, micro well microwave lamb is should not be on your menu as a starter. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get rid of that one. We're gonna yeah. get rid of that one. 
Um, yeah. So this is Hormel chili in a boot. And <laughs> <laughs> he always ends up though, like, like you said, the people are excited for him to come. They're completely delusional. They're like, we're losing $80,000 a week. We're not sure why, but I think our food is good. And he comes in and he just walks in and he's like, first of all, there's a dead rat on the floor. Second of all, there's grease everywhere and yeah. your decor. And he just chipped. Yeah. It's like, this is a family shirts. restaurant and yeah. your decor is milf porn. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's just wall to wall milf porn, and I don't know if you if you know that. Chip, he just lays in that he rips them down to the studs, and then mm-hmm. has to build them back up. And James, one thing he always does, and I kind of stopped watching years ago, but he's always like, "I'm going to redo your menu, and the highlight <laughs> of your menu should be." And it's always Beef Wellington. Like I don't know if he fucking <laughs> created the dish Beef Wellington, but yeah. every single he restaurant and and the one restaurant is like. Um, we're pan-Asian fusion. He's like, beef Wellington. <laughs> I, it would be kind of fun to see if I could get the depressed chef to be allowed to go into other restaurants <laughs> to like fix up their menus. Like, guys, just like, I'm going to fix your menu. Everything is just going to be just like microwave cheese <laughs> on a tortilla. That's it. That's all you're serving. But if you're up front and that's what you name your restaurant, like Microwave Dave's, like Microwave Dave's Pizza, (laughs) pizza, right? You know what you're getting. Some people like a nice microwave dish. For when 7-Eleven's a little too nice. (laughs) (laughs) The difference between that Microwave Dave's and 7-Eleven is that afterwards, there's just like a place for you to lay down for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> you just you just go and you take a nap and you just like you don't even have to take a nap. You just like lay down and you just you just think about things. Sure. There, there's just a room plays season three of The Office on a loop where you can just <laughs> and they just they just give you a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> you just just think about every every bad thing you've done. You just <laughs> what um all right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna throw this question out to both of you. What what restaurant are you looking forward to going to in the near future, Chip? I know you're very hesitant. This new CDC right. came out saying, "Yeah, no masks needed. You can yeah. go in." What restaurant are you looking to eat inside and have a nice meal for like the first time without a worry? Uh, I have two right off the bat. Uh, number one is probably my favorite restaurant, Mr. Martino's uh, in mm-hmm. South Philly on East Pashyunk, which is great. And go with a group of people and we can sit there for three hours and it's the, it's the greatest. Uh, and honestly, I'm just really looking for, and I know you could technically do this right now. It, I'm not fully vaccinated yet. I'm still waiting, but uh, I'm really excited to go have a meal at a diner. Yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah. I miss right? a good diner. You go to the old, go to Melrose or, Broad Street Diner or something like that. And uh, whether it's, it could be in the middle, you know, that would actually be a good time, like changing your schedule a little bit. I'm, I'm thinking out loud right now. If you go to a diner at two in the morning, there's nobody there. Right. So it's like, you're not really risking. It's not like brunch on a Sunday, you know, you know, you can go at like 2am. You're the only one there. You're not going to breathe in anybody else's air. I should just, you just go to a diner right now at 2am and, and be fine. I don't know why I haven't thought about this yet. Yeah. It, that's a good move. Now, James, you're in James. Queens. I imagine you're surrounded by good restaurants, many different um, 
varieties, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not so much a restaurant as it is um, uh, what I'm looking for. A vending, a vending machine at the bus station. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to just hang out at Port Authority. Uh, no, So there's this dive bar in Brooklyn that doesn't serve food, but uh, they uh, they get the it's where all the comics go to hang out and watch football on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so I can't wait for that to be a thing that we can do again. Uh, I don't know if that's, you know, wh- where that will stand come this fall. I think we'll um, be in decent shape for that to happen. Uh, but that's the thing that I, I think I'm looking forward to the most, just because I, partly because I've already, I got vaccinated very early because, uh, not to brag, but I work in, in, in health he's, insurance. He's an astronaut. Um, and they were worried about moon COVID. Um, it's bad up there. Um, so they, uh, yeah, that, I've already been to like the most of the places I want to go to. Oh, okay. Other than the French Laundry. And um, that's just a name. I have no idea even what that is. It's a restaurant in Napa, California. Oh, okay. Napa Valley, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lebec Finn is that yep. also another one? That's Philadelphia, right? Is that Philadelphia. Still Did that? George I don't believe Perrier? so. Is that still around? Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. And, yeah, sure. I don't think it's still around. I and a third it. one I've 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 heard of that it sounds nice is Arby's. Oh, okay. nice horsey sauce. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey, how about, how about you, you? Yeah, I'm a you know, I'm I'm not a fancy you know, it's not worth spending money to go out to a really nice place if you're a vegetarian, you know. There's like a great restaurant called Veg right in Center City, Philly, where they just do amazing vegetarian uh, food. Oh, they're all meat now. Did I tell you that? They switched over. It's only meat. They kept the name. It's now just called meat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I know. Now, you know where I'm actually looking forward to going? This is going to sound very silly, but in uh, the area right outside of Philly I live, there was a restaurant. It was a chain, and there was one in Penn Campus called Mad Max. Oh yeah, and and Mad Max. The thing about the food's fine. It's not. Mm-hmm. Great. It's not great. It's good. Yeah, they have Tex-Mex. these things called big as A Z Z Z. margaritas. Yeah, right. Right. And some of my happiest moments are going there with my wife, and my two kids, because my two kids have food they will eat there. It's never a problem. We go there. They know what they want. It's no like oh, there's nothing there. They get a dessert they want. My wife and I, we get there um, two 24-ounce big-ass margaritas. I'll have the original. My wife will have the raspberry, frozen, salted for me, sugar for my wife. And it's just this giant like bucket of margarita, super cold. And I just sit there, and it's like the greatest beverage. It's that it, You get instantaneously happy as you're oh. drinking it. And then the food's fine. They have good like tofu. Yeah. So what happened is it closed. The restaurant closed in our area, but there's one in Willow Grove. So when everything's back to normal, my family and my cousin and her family live in the area who we'd always go there with them. We have fun. That's where we're going. We're not going to some fancy restaurant. We're going to get some big ass margaritas, get some veggie tacos and just spend a good 
good long while there. This sounds this sounds like I don't know if you've ever read. Uh, if not, treat yourself to this. Read like the the five star reviews of like Bubba Grump, Bubba Gump Shrimp, um, in Times Square. Right, right. Uh, it sounds similar to those reviews. Yeah, it's just people from like the Midwest going. Never. Every time I'm in New York, <laughs> me the wife, the kids, we have to go to Bubba Gump Shrimp. That's exactly it. Yep. It's true. And nobody leaves unhappy. Oh my God, that's great. It's, it's, like, it's perfect. You know where one other place that I don't know if may they might be open now, I don't know. Uh, I can't imagine being near these people and or the situation, but um, I don't know when I'll be brave enough, but I need to get back to Shady Maple sometime oh, oh yeah up in lancaster place. i don't know how you do a buffet this day and age i don't know how that works they might be uh, a thing of the past now yeah i yeah. you know those little little disc guns yeah you know those little, like little, little mini pancakes oh my okay God. put them in I those like, little disc guns and i see shoot them onto your plate from six feet away that's how you do it I like uh, it. 12. Uh, can I have 12 of those little dollar pancakes? No. Yeah, the little, the little dollar. That's exactly what you do. And then another squirt gun filled with syrup. <laughs> 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 and it's super soaker filled with uh, hydrogenized oil that's, oh uh, you know, pretending to be butter. James, you just mentioned, you know, Bubba Gump's in Times Square. And I immediately thought of Flavortown. Guy Fieri's. Oh, yeah. Into. That's the other one. And, you know, he it got closed, though. Yeah, closed. He got lambasted. He got really roasted from every sure. whether your food critic or just snobs. Um, even the average person who kind of liked that food were like, yeah, it's a little overpriced for what I wanted. Sure. But here's the topic. And I want to see your take on this. Name someone you did an about face on or a change of heart. Like, for the longest time, I was not a Guy Fieri fan. And then I thought yeah. about it. And I'm just like, why Why do I have such disdain for him? He's, you know, he found a niche in the food world. He yeah. likes diners. He likes, he's good at making that type of food. He has fun. And then over the pandemic, you know, next to a couple other very notable chefs, like I forget the guy's name, but he spent millions of dollars helping out restaurant workers helping yes. out people, hungry people, like millions upon music. And I'm like, you know what? Guy Fieri is a good dude. He's a and good who is it that has a great fun. bit on it? There's um, Shane, uh, Shane, Torres, Shane Torres, our yeah. buddy Shane Torres, very so funny great. comedian. I think he was on, I want to say it was Conan maybe, but it was a late night he did show. Like, yeah, he did. yeah. And he does bit. a whole bit about, uh, oh, wow. about how great, how, why do we shit on Guy Fieri? And uh, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, definitely look up Shane Torres. Uh, really, really funny bit, but yeah, definitely. Uh, it's yeah, we just shit on for no reason. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you he, just he talked about how great Guy Fieri. He's like his whole career has been about promoting small businesses. Yeah, you're right. Yep, and, and uh, it's like so now, yeah, and and then he like he all, I mean like he he takes little digs at him, you yeah. know, because like the whole thing's like yeah, he's you know, but he's out there promoting small businesses, spending his, his like and like, but just because it looks like his shirt got electrified at midnight, like yeah. you want to shit on, you know, it's like that sort of thing. And he's, you know, and I think he's also hangs out with, um, what's his name from Van Halen, Eddie, uh, Eddie, um, Sammy oh, Hagar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. know, he has that kind of like, you know, 
lifestyle that a lot of it's just so easy to make fun of but yeah sure Are there anybody that you've recently done an about face on anyone my buddy Karit helped me uh do an about face on rick patino okay good let's hear this so uh, super corrupt yep. uh ncaa <laughs> basketball coach absolutely corrupt but the way he's corrupt was he just helped pay players he was right. like yeah why shouldn't the pe- players get paid like he was very much um wait was it patino no 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 calipari, calipari? yeah rick i think no it's patino there's so many guys no no, no it was, i think it was patino it was patino. and it was yeah yeah so he was just like he was just getting um yeah yeah it was patino um yeah, so he's like was... he's just like yeah why his whole he was like yeah i did it all right i did it he's like but i was basically just getting these guys paid he's like that's what i was doing i got him paid I wanted them to come to my school. I got them cars and I paid their, 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 you know, mom's house. Mom's mortgage. Like, absolutely. Totally got them paid. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's a pretty, like, but he got, you know, run out of. Yeah. Like, coaching they, yeah. in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. I, but it's, <laughs> isn't he like, is it, I think he's even back with like. He's a back new now. Yeah. But it's, but they, he had to vacate a, a um, title and, um, and the whole thing was like, yeah, he's corrupt. I can't believe it. He it was just like, oh, yeah, no, he's actually kind of doing the right thing. <laughs> Chip, so, you? Uh, the 45th president of the United States, Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> no, no. I didn't like him at first, but I've done a lot of reading on the web. Chip. Yeah, so. We're going to lose yeah, like half We'll talk more, after this. You know. yeah. I don't. He's, he's not a bad guy is what I'm what I'm trying to get at. He, he did. He fought for us. He was there for the little guy. For, for the little guy. Yeah. He is. He's the Guy Fieri of America. That's what I, you know. Because <laughs> he's we, hopped up on blow? Yes. Yes. Exactly. We've uh, we've promoted before the show that we were going to talk about some of uh, all the dumb things that we've done in life. We're just going to go. Mm. Each of us take a little time. Maybe get off our high horses for a little bit. You know, we all oh. seem like we're you know, we have a YouTube and food I mean, influencer on the show. We have <laughs> yeah, we do. Funniest I may, I may have a drink. Yeah. We Philly's me, funniest. You know, a guy who just, just this is, um, by the way, drinking. this is, this is a very, very good beer. And do you know how I know it's good? Cause it has that silly thing on top. Yeah. Well, it's been, and it's very expensive. Oh, so. <laughs> what, uh, what Belgian type beer is it? So it's a, uh, it's a sour, Ooh. but it's not like, it's not like a framboise, framboise. Mm-hmm um it's it's just like like a straight sour just like a little bit of like raspberry nice but it's oh way more way more than i thought is it like 12 percent alcohol i hope (laughs) (laughs) it it better be this is this is this look this is looking way sweeter than the guy promised me wow hold it hold it up so we can see it yeah hold it and what's what's the bottle what's the label look like so this is from allagash oh allagash is great Oh, nice. Um, so take a big sip and then you, using your best chef beer geek kind of, uh, yeah, to take a little sip. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how you do it. <laughs> oh, wow. So, it, oh, okay. So it's, uh, it looks like fruit punch. Mm-hmm. 
but it's definitely much much more of like a straight sour if you've ever had a sour i have yeah which is it tastes uh sour uh, sour patch kids is that is, yeah is it's it kind of like that? it's like the sour part of the sour patch kids without the sweet james like it has notes of sour notes of sour no it's actually it's really <laughs> it is really good um so it's like you get the you know like um like in in uh with like with raspberries you can get that super sweet raspberry flavor but you can also get the almost more like the subtle like the skin part of the raspberry that's mm-hmm. where you like you're tasting the flavor but you're not getting the like overly sweet part and you're just like oh yeah 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 no there's raspberry there but it's not I'm not going to get diabetes I'm still destroying my liver mm-hmm. uh it's that like that taste of raspberry um so that's kind of cool uh but it is uh like it's it's making feels like there's a like a, a a small black hole in the back of my mouth that's sort of sucking everything sucking in everything else in yeah so like after every sip so uh definitely kind of sour but it's good it's it's good it's very good it's a slow sipper it's just you're not gonna just chug one of those you're not gonna throw it down, it would be right? t- it would be very tough to beer bong uh that would be tough <laughs> i would not recommend it if you were yeah chip what are you drinking just water. I'm just, you know, actually, I'm gonna run to the fridge and I'm gonna get something special. So uh, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was um, talking to the audience. The audience should talk amongst themselves. Jeff, you and I can also just be quiet. I have a book here. I can just yeah. read. That's great. Oh, that's good. Just what reading. um do you yeah. find yourself? Do you know like how to pair drinks with food? Like, is that something that you've gotten into being a cook? Uh not really but uh that's actually an episode that i'm working on so look at you predicting the future mr lyons Mm -hmm. thank you chip what'd you grab yourself there buddy Uh, i just grabbed myself a bottle of nestle splash oh my goodness that was given to us by my uh my wife's aunt who uh, ordered it by accident and, and didn't want it so she gave us this so it's water (laughs) but it tastes like different things this is lemon flavored and yeah. uh, let me let me uh, I have to run and get a bottle opener. One sec. Okay. Well, no, I guess I'll just babysit Chip. Okay, fine. Yeah. If you could, it's it's very lemony. It's. <sighs> uh, I'm sorry, James. I'm no, sorry. No, it's sorry all right. This. So now you have a sour taste. That's mm-hmm. great. Now we're look. That's it. I this do. It's is like. It's it's great because people already would call us the Sour Brothers. Uh, yes, now, they would. They do. Now I know do. why. Yes, because we drink sour drinks. Because and we- Jeff right now, Jeff Lyons is uh, rolling his own cigar, I believe. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's he's a big cigar aficionado. That's what he likes to do. So he's uh, is it, but oh dear. Hey, Jeff Jeff is a vegan, but he is a chain smoker. Yes. <laughs> I do everything else and just live a horrible life. That's, that's one that. of the wor- the hardest things about hanging out with Jeff is that like he'll eat that tofu and but he just smells like an ashtray. Dangling yeah. a cigarette over it. Ugh, it's so, the worst. W- what are you drinking, Jeff? This is just, uh, it's my go-to. It's like, you know, the Budweiser of Philadelphia. Sure. Much. It's good. It's fine. It's I get the a- uh, I get the uh, the British version of that. Have you had their, their British the, uh, ones? Yeah, the IPA. The, uh, it has like the British label. Uh, no, well, it's, it's it's our sister company. It's there. It's called Meters. Oh, good one, Chip. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's the metric system. That that joke was brought to you by the metric system. 
Is it too late to not do this podcast? Yeah, you can bail anytime. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, so we, we wants, can edit you out. Who wants to go first <laughs> in this new topic? Dumb things. This doesn't have to be earth-shaking, life-changing dumb things, but little dumb things in your life that you always look back, and now you can chuckle, and now you could be like, holy crap, I can't believe I did that. I'll start off. I'll just throw yeah. one out there. Okay. I, I grew up in a small little village in central Jersey on the shore called Belmar. And when I decided to go to college, I went all the way to Philadelphia, close to 95 miles away. Wow. And um, I'm like, I'm a big boy. I have a car. I'm going to drive there myself. Got the maps out. This is before MapQuest, all that stuff. Um, I drove all the way there, my house to college to go look at college with my friends with the emergency brake on the whole time. <laughs> it's a beautiful it's a thing. thing. How, when and how did you find out that that's what you did? I honestly thought I'm like, this car is not driving well. I'm in such a low gear, I guess. Like, I don't know why. It's just, I'm not getting, I'm not driving as fast as I want. And, and then I got home and I'm just like, well, I don't know how I did not see the light. That's an emergency brake, but literally when I was falling in a driveway. I, I did that not quite as far, but in my <laughs> dad's friend's car. Yeah. It's fun. It's a, it's a great feeling I did to, that, to recognize that. I did that one time. Um, I thought I had the emergency brake on. I drove all the way to Target because I needed something. And I was like, it's not driving right. I thought it was emergency brake. Turns out it was just uh, my neighbor, Mrs. Elkins. Uh, she's like 75. Uh, I backed over her and she was still hooked under the, the back bumper. And I just dragged her the entire way. She was a, she was a big lady. So it really, I mean, just gas mileage alone didn't. It didn't. Yeah, that's a well. dumb thing. That's definitely a dumb yeah. thing. James, now, Ugh. would you share with us maybe a dumb thing that you've done? You know, nothing grand, but just a small little dumb thing. Oh, my internet. Uh oh. Do we lose him? No, he's Do we lose James? No. Yeah, no. sure. I think my internet is a little unstable right now. Okay. So maybe go on to chip for a second. We'll let it reconnect. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. I'm back. Um. Uh, hey, by the way, James, so, I haven't done anything. Um, so I, you, we wouldn't be able to go to me. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I can tell you uh, one of my very first memories is about being uh, embarrassed. Uh, oh, man. Now I'm like really one of your first. And, okay. What? We can very first memory is, is about being embarrassed. Okay, great. It's so literally one of your first memories of your life, like of the my earliest life is about being embarrassed. Okay. okay, and it involves meeting Mister Rogers. <laughs> Fred Rogers, the TV personality. <laughs> no, the other Fred, the other Mister Rogers. You know, you well, that's true. Um, James James grew up in the Windy City. I grew up in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Windy City. Yeah, the town. Yeah, the town that goes to sleep. Yep. Um. So I went to, uh, I, he came to my preschool um, and it was a big day, I guess. I, so I was three or four. So pretty early memory. It's just, a I, I was, I was seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest Still working on tying my shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did. We just did Velcro at that point. Uh, but I had to potty. Um. <laughs> So I, I was at that age where they, my parents and everybody taught me when an adult enters the room, you walk up and you introduce yourself. Well, Mr. Rogers in, walked in. So I, we were all sitting in desks and 
I got up from the back of the room <laughs> and walked up to the front and said, hi, I'm James. <laughs> and stuck out my hand. And I just remember all of the teachers and adults who were very excited to see Mr. Rogers yeah. laughing. Oh. Uh, and I knew I hadn't done it right, but I didn't know why. <laughs> and that's where the memory cuts out. Do you know if he shook so your hand? I'm like, I'm doing the thing. Oh. And so my my very first, one of my very first memories is meeting Mr. Rogers and being so embarrassed. <laughs> and and then just, for the rest of your little life, whenever you put on, like watching Mr. Rogers, you're just like... Oh yeah, I met that guy. Well, that's what they, there were like two Mister Rogers movies, uh, like in the last few yeah. years. There was the documentary and the 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 Tom Hanks the, movie, the Tom Hanks movie, and I haven't seen either one because I'm like, uh, uh-uh, no, no, I'll, I'll just be thinking about that moment the whole time. <laughs> Little so. James and Mister Rogers, did he was he cool about it? Do you remember? <laughs> did you know any? Did he like say hello? I'm. A hundred percent sure he was, but it's one of those things that's like a memory fragment where yeah. it's like I'm going and I'm sh- I'm sure everyone's like, oh, isn't that cute? And then the, and then I'm like, what? What did I do? Cut. And James has <laughs> and never yeah. introduced himself to anyone ever again. Yeah, that's because Mister Rogers backhanded backhanded him, knocked him on the floor unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Get this child thing away from <laughs> <Child>. me. <laughs> Chip, give us. I know you probably you've lived a pretty perfect life of. I really just did. kind of yeah, breezing so it's, through it very, life on your on you know your charm and yeah, good looks. It was very and, difficult for me to think think of anything. Yeah. I are we going around the horn for a few of them or, or yeah, we just yeah, do, yeah yeah okay we'll, just, right. do, we'll just do a couple each. I start. I I have I have a memory of I was probably about five, and not in preschool, but I was in Sunday school at our church. And now this is just such a little thing, but you just re- it's that feeling that you yeah. have. You kind of like James, like James didn't really do anything wrong yeah. necessarily, but they yeah, all dude. laughed at him. So he knew he did something. It's, it's, it's like, it's like the first time I, re- I remember I was on, a, on my aunt's front porch and I found a frog and I was like, Oh, look, a frog. And she flipped out and started screaming. She's like, <laughs> Oh my God. And then I was just afraid of frogs. Like I, I wasn't <laughs> until she gave me the cue that I should be afraid of frogs. So your so, aunt did a dumb thing. Yeah, so my aunt did a dumb thing. Yeah, so uh, I, I still remember it was Sunday school was over. My mom, my mom was a Sunday school teacher. She wasn't my Sunday school teacher, but she was one of the teachers. And there was a bunch of moms and older ladies hanging out in the one. It was actually a preschool room, but like we we're all hanging out in like five, and like some of the kids were playing. And I was bored. I was ready to go. And there's like five ladies standing around in a circle, and my mom was wearing white pants. I remember. And I just grabbed, I was like on the floor, kind of like fooling around on the floor. And I just grabbed my mom's leg and I was like, mom, when are we going home? And then I looked up and it wasn't my mom. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, it was this like old lady. Oh. And like, and I was like, I was so embarrassed. And like, and they all, of course, just started cackling, laughing at me. And I just crawled away. And, uh, but again, that was like an early memory for me where it was just like, I just grabbed the wrong lady's leg. Like, luckily, I didn't do it when I was twenty-seven. Oh, that's Chip, happened. You've never to, hugged that person yeah. since then. I have not. Yeah. I have not touched. If you if you do that when you're when you're older, you get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you get in a yeah, lot. So our, I'm, I'm glad I got that out of my system. The age cutoff of you being allowed to grab a stranger's leg. Eighteen. Forty. Forty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, 
Let's try it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think it's like like seven. Seven. Yeah. You can't be taller than the it waist starts getting of the weird. person you're doing it. You have to be shorter than their waist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about that? Hand placement matters too. Like you got to yeah. be reaching like below, like your yeah. like knee, the hand. Your belt. hand has to be going down below your shoulder. Mm-hmm. If you if no. I, I, I'm gonna get like I'll get in trouble for something like that, like touching somebody in a, not touching somebody inappropriately, but like uh-huh. doing something inappropriately totally by accident, just because I'm at like I feel like I'm just at that age now where I'm just doing things that I don't even think about like i do the I, i'm not a dad but i just start doing dad things i did the, and i i forget i i remember and luckily she was laughing she thought it was hilarious it was a local philly com- female philly comedian uh it, it wasn't mary Rudzinski, but it was somebody I, I can't remember who it was and the two of us were alone in the green room at helium and we're doing a show and i wasn't thinking and i just did the thing where i because i guess i was wearing a suit that night and i just like undid my pants to like tuck my shirt in like a yeah. dad does. Yeah. And I just did it like right in front of her. And I was like, and it wasn't like I dropped my pants to my ankles, but like I unbut I undid my pants, unzipped my pants. And I was like, oh, I should have just done that. I should have walked in the bathroom to do that. And luckily she left, but like that's how I'll get like me too by like something <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Something yeah. you've done in the green room a hundred times mm-hmm. that you were just not. Yeah, that's that's why I say the green room is for men only. Oh, yeah, oh, obviously. This obviously. interview's over. <laughs> um, uh, Jeff, do you have another? I oh yeah, I can't imagine you doing too many things. Do you have Do you have anything else for us? Again, yeah, I'm glad, the, I'm glad how about pretty... how about the trip to Warby Parker for those glasses? Oh man, <laughs> these these glasses are nineteen dollars and ninety five cents. I love them. I get them at um, Bed Bath and Beyond. They're readers. Uh-huh. 1.5 and they're they're flexible because i'm always breaking things so like you know they're just they're and i buy like two or three at a time it's great i um, am going uh to the eye doctor in two weeks and do, neither of you are glasses guys huh well I, I i haven't been uh but i feel like i'm gonna be getting the readers this it's been like two years since i've been to the eye doctor and things have been blurry recently yeah wait till you turn 45 guys when you yeah. turn 45, no, i'm just not a- i'm just not weak yeah. Oh, did, did you always did you always have them, <laughs> Jeff? Or, or I I, the... I had perfect eyesight. Twenty twenty used to be my. I have horrible hearing, very bad sense of smell. My one thing was my eyesight, and then when I turned forty four, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck happened? And my doctor goes, even before the optometrist, like, hey, what are you like forty five? Like forty four? Check. Yep, you're a man. <laughs> you're forty five. You're you're here. Did you I'm hoping, I'm, I'm did you hoping that it? like that I'll get to keep my eyesight because I have tits. Like for some reason that'll right. just cancel like, yeah, out. That, that no, it if doesn't like you, work that way. You like just you the deserve... universe be like, now nah, we gave you tits. So yeah, you'll so, just get to keep yeah, your eyes. Nope. So yeah. yeah, no, it's, that's just, it happened. And I was literally freaking out. Like, what am I going to do? I can't be a guy with classes. Yeah. Like, you know, Is it just then, for reading, just for reading. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, you know, I have to read notes and stuff, but, uh, yeah, you know, computer screens. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to give you one that is as, a, as an adult, this isn't something I did. That was some, it was a belief I had that was completely idiotic. I never really thought about it until it happened. So I had to have a procedure when you get up in age, like me, I had to have a, a procedure called a colonoscopy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And to have one of those, you need to 
you know, do like a cleanse the day before. And then you need something called anesthesia to put you completely out. Mm-hmm. I've never been put out before. I've never had anesthesia. Luckily, I've lived a pretty, you know, healthy life. My fear was, and I said this to my wife, my wife's very smart. I'm like, what happens if they can't put me out? She's like, Jeff, it's anesthesia. It will put you out. I'm like, this brain, Kelly, you just can't turn off something <laughs> as high functioning as this. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. My problem was I confused anesthesia with hypnotism. <laughs> and I literally, in my brain, could not differentiate the two. Like, I never really thought about it enough that they were going to give me this gas that could just knock out an elephant in a yeah. second. Right. <laughs> so I was having panic attacks up until the point where they literally have me on the bed. And I said to the guy, I'm like, what happens like if, if it just doesn't work? And he just kind of patted me on the head. He's like, oh, buddy, it's going to work. The anesthesiologist, <laughs> and he goes, count down from 10. I'm like, sweat. And I'm like, he's like, all right, ready? I'm like, just done. Two hours later, I wake up, and it was one of the best awakenings. You know, like sometimes you wake up in a night, and you're like, I never got to sleep. You go back to sleep. And then when you wake up, you had that great, it's almost like a delicious taste of, of well, like slepness. You're like, oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. up and I was just like, mm, yum, 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 yum. yeah. Michael Jackson knew what he was doing. It was just <laughs> yeah, <that> yeah. <laughs> knocking me out. When I woke up, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, man. Anesthesia works. And my yeah. wife oh, was my. just like, you are such an idiot. And I could, That's it was just hilarious. a thing where I could not figure it out. Yeah. Now clock like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, so well, just to I, people I, out there, anesthesia, hypnotism, two separate, two totally separate things. Totally separate things. Uh, I will say that one one of the sort of embarrassing things that I jotted down. It's not the most embarrassing thing, but when I was a junior in college, I played my first s- s- tennis match of the season. It was my first tennis match of the season. I was on the tennis team. D3, we weren't very good, I, and I wasn't even good on the team. But I would first tennis match of the season. Went home. Uh, and was wrestling around with one of my fraternity brothers and broke my wrist, like just from horsing around. I was so embarrassed, but I had to get surgery. I have to this day, I have like a little tiny screw embedded in my wrist. That's just there forever. And, you know, so I, I, yeah, I got, I got a sling, I got a splint and everything. And then a couple of weeks later, I went to get the procedure done and I go to the hospital and they weren't going to give me anesthesia. They were going to have to cut me open, cut this open, put a, put a screw in my thing, but they were just going to put me in like twilight haze and then give me a block like from the shoulder down. So like I'd be just loopy and then they were just, I, I wouldn't be able to feel anything from my shoulder down. I'm laying there on the table. They give me the block. I'm kind of loopy. And then the doctor goes to start cutting into my wrist and I felt everything. Oh, everything I felt. And I was like, but, but I'm loopy. So I can't really talk it out and i'm like and they're just digging into me and i go i can't and so i pulled my arm away but then i also don't have full motion of my arm because it's like partially blocked so i I don't have like and all i remember is i just remember seeing blood spurting across the room and then two nurses Ah. jumping on top of me one of them with the gas mask and i woke up and i felt delicious and it was great (laughs) and it was all over 
I was like, awful. why didn't you do that? Why did you not do that in the first place? Why didn't oh. that just happen? Uh, but they're like, no, nah, we can do it. We can just, we can sort of knock you out. We're going to keep you kind of awake. Oh, and, uh, Jesus. Yeah, and I felt everything. And that was... Uh, oh. mm-hmm. uh, I got... You, James, go ahead. What was your... Uh, what was your what's another dumb embarrassing thing i got, thing I got one i know chip knows this story um and uh uh it, it does require a little bit of explanation um and it's not as bad as it sounds uh i promise um jeff so don't cut me mm-hmm. off here nope. but um uh i i accidentally texted a 13 year old boy for about two straight weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've, I've <laughs> I did say accidentally. Mm-hmm. I was I wasn't I didn't say got caught. Um, mm-hmm. Those are two different words. But those are I I I've told this story on stage a bunch. But I um, I really did. I, I I ran into an old college buddy of mine named Vince, and then uh, like the like maybe it was two or three days later i got a text from a number that i didn't recognize that just said hey what's up it's vince but it was from it was somebody it was from a 412 area code which is pittsburgh and i just like wasn't thinking i was like i don't know maybe he went to grad school out there i don't know and then we just texted for two straight weeks and it was one of those things where it was like during the hockey playoffs. So we were texting each other back and forth during hockey games and like live texting like Penguins games. And the part that I'm most embarrassed about was that I didn't figure it out. Like that I, because <laughs> there were signs, including at one point I like the, uh, the Penguins scored and I was like, fuck yeah, Crosby rules. And he said, don't swear my mom checks my text messages. And I still didn't figure it out. I just thought he was being silly. Uh, Vince being Vince. Vince. Yeah. And I I was like, what? Okay. All right. But then what? Like, so we're texting back and forth for like a week and a half, two weeks. I saw real Vince like twice during this time. (laughs) None of that. Like we never texted. We just saw each other. And then I got a text message from real Vince that, and I had his old number, but I had it saved in a different way. And I was like, wait a second, <laughs> do you have two numbers? And he was like, no, I don't have two numbers. And <laughs> I was like, have you gotten any of my text messages over the last two weeks? He's like, no. I was <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? And then I got a text message Cause I was like, it was like game seven or something. And he, and I had said, we got to hang out tonight. We got to watch this game. And uh, the fake Vince was like, I can't hang out tonight. I'm sleeping over at Trey's house. And I'm like, well, nah, okay, this is a kid. Like what is ha- like, oh, no. and I reread everything. And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And like, like the my- little, there's like those little things that should have <laughs> set you off where he's just like, well, I have the eighth grade dance tonight. yeah (laughs) i told him so i could date this too it was when i thought i had graduated from college and i took the wrong like science class i took like two science a's instead of a science a and a science b so i told him all of that i said like remember how i thought i graduated from college turns out i didn't and i have to take one more class and he just went like lol but 
<laughs> and at what and at one point he said like oh cindy misses you i was like i have no idea who cindy is but i didn't want to i didn't want to pretend i didn't know who cindy was so i was like tell her i say hey oh. so there's all of these things where i'm just in, if i had asked one question or if he had one time yeah. said the name like oh you're what are you talking about brian like it all would have but it was just like we texted for like two weeks. It was so, and, I, and then finally, uh, we like I was like, this sounds like a kid. Like the text, like it's oh, is this a kid? What the hell is going on? I'm showing him to my friends, and then he called. And I was like, I gotta pick it up. And I was like, oh, it's a kid. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know who you think I am, <laughs> but like I'm 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 like 22 and I live in Philadelphia. Don't call me to talk to me. Like yeah, I don't. What you know? I thought you were my other buddy. And then uh, I realized the thing that was like, what if this was one of those like groups that's trying to trap predators? Yes, and, like, right, right. Things? But the, I'm just such an idiot that they like <laughs> couldn't trap me. They were like, they're You're like playing hard I'm to not, get. Yeah, I'm like not a pedophile, and I'm and I'm too dumb to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halfway through, they're like, this guy's a freaking idiot. They're like, I think we got a pervert. He keeps talking to to us. I'm like, all right. It's like, yeah. this guy watches, I invite, this guy watches I a lot of sports. A, I did invite him out to a bar. <laughs> I was like, you, should we go to a bar to watch the game? And he said, LOL to that. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. Chip, you, uh, uh, yeah. any, any similar situation or no? I do. I mean, I have more embarrassing <laughs> stories. Nothing. Luckily, I've, I don't think I've ever texted a no. texted a child uh, with that. Uh I'm trying to yeah. there. Okay. There was one time I went to summer camp one time in my life. Mm-hmm. I was in second grade. It was after second grade. And, uh, I, I was, I, I was young and I got homesick. Like I would, like, I didn't like it, you know, it was, so I was like that annoying kid that was like crying and like, I want to go home, but, but, um, which is embarrassing as it is, but then it was towards the end of camp and I was actually starting to enjoy it. Then I was like, Oh, this isn't too bad. You know, this is great. Mm-hmm. And we were swimming one day down at the lake and we arc and comes back from spring back to our cabin. And they're in the, they're, all of the other campers are in the quad for like our age group. And they're, they're all lined up for a picture. And they're like, you guys are late. Uh, there has to be a, uh, we're, we're taking the camp picture. You need a picture. Like what's going, you, you need to be ready for the picture. You're in your bathing suits. You have to get changed quickly. And they're kind of like yelling at us. Like we didn't know we were late, but like our, our counselor brought us up. And so he's like, get changed quickly, get changed quickly. So I, but I'm seven, like, I don't know how to get changed quickly. <laughs> so I just grabbed some jeans and pulled them over my bathing suit <laughs> that was still wet. Oh, you right. Chip. So anyway, they take the photo and then, okay, we're done. And then I go and get real changed. And then at real the changed. end of, camp they give us like your parents could like buy the photo for like five it's like a class picture basically yeah and you just looked at little chip chantry and you could just see and it just looked like i pissed myself <laughs> like because it was just <laughs> the wet came through and i was so embarrassed by it. i had to I, I i ripped it up i ripped it was like a big black and white photo like a picture yeah. like a the class photo was black and white and I ripped it up and I threw it in my waste paper basket, but my mom found it and then like pieced it together. And then I think everybody found out that it, but then I had to, but try explaining that as a seven-year-old that like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't piss myself at camp. Yeah. I pulled my jeans yeah. over my wet bathing suit and nobody believed me. Yeah. 
I um, a, a dumb thing that I actually did right out of college, you know, before I got like a real job and uh, my friends and I thought it would be a good idea to start a, a greeting card company. Cause we're, you know, we thought we were funny. Sure. sure. We, we literally started a greeting card company and our target audience was college kids. We <laughs> yeah. thought Cause, that. Cause who bought, who buys more greeting cards than college cards kids? Than college kids. We did. Well, we their did grandmothers that. keep dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do the thing called market research. Right. We literally spent weekends together, like me and two of my buddies, writing them all. We had a, a print run of these cards. We did 10 different cards. We did probably a thousand, a print run of a thousand of each of the card to start off. And they were just kind of like edgy greeting cards for like birthdays, like you're turning 21, don't end up like this. You know, it's like, you know, drunk stuff. And yeah. we had like all these like five different categories and we hired an illustrator guy out of New York and he illustrated them all. And then, you know, we're like, we had them all. We're like, this is amazing. We have a great greeting card. Now all we do is sell them. And then like, well, who's going to sell them? And like my two buddies are like, oh, I'm not. So I had to like turn into a salesman. And I think we got the oh. cards in like three, three stores in like Philadelphia area. And um, the people are like, these are funny, but there's not a big, like we don't have college kids coming in here being like, Hey, where are your, where are your greeting cards? I want to, I'm a frat. I it's, it's James's birthday. I need to give him a killer greeting card. <laughs> and we, we had no idea. We we're just like, fresh out of off, college, yeah. we're just like, yeah, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't give chip a greeting card, but maybe somebody else would. <laughs> and um yeah so we lost a few thousand dollars and then for like 10 years every time i moved i got you know married my wife moved apartments i was always moving these giant boxes of greeting cards that didn't sell <laughs> where <laughs> are they now literally up until the house i'm in now i've been in there 15 years um they made the trip there but i think i had like a basement flood and i they got water damage. And I think I saved two copies of each card and everyone else just went to, to, but that was just such a, uh, that's probably the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever wasted. They're in like on. a, they're in like a, a locked box. Just make sure your kids don't get into it. Like they're just yeah, like, exactly. My like gun, I think that's where dad keeps his porns. Like, it's no, my, it's way worse than that. <laughs> it's my revolver. Yeah. And, and my, my greeting cards. Do not yeah. touch them. Do not go in there. So, <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to top that, guys. I don't know if, if you guys that's, have ever that's wasted an incredible amount of time. That's way more anybody. expensive as long as I don't need lawyers for my thing. <laughs> I mean, I think James and I actually could. I think James and I actually could top that, to be totally honest. Yeah. As far as waste of time and money on it. Uh, about 15 years ago for me and probably about 10 years ago for James, uh, we started stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty bad. And, I mean who i, I mean, mean it was longer here's what sucks chip it was longer ago than that because i i man i oh next year is going to be the 10 year anniversary of me winning philly's funniest yeah which is just going to be at that point i think if 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 i haven't if i haven't been on tv i have to get pushed out onto an ice floe yes that's what happens yeah. <laughs> it's that just, part of, when you won they're like 
here's a small amount of cash. And in this contract, it says in 10 years, yeah, not appeared on even. Yeah. Or got, or or like get landed a writing job somewhere. They just push you out onto an ice Ice flow. flow. You and a a polar bear drinking a bottle of Coke. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you're lucky, you get the polar bear. James, do you have one more embarrassing story that has nothing to do with, um, Nothing to do with with possibly being jailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, uh, So in my uh, in my fraternity, we would do this thing called the case race, Mm -hmm. where you um, see how quickly you and and a buddy can drink a case of beer. Oh Jesus! And um, it's light beer, so it's basically water. And we were professionals at the time, Mm -hmm. so I forgot it was case race night. And um, I uh, went to Qdoba uh, for dinner. <laughs> and uh, so my stomach was not really prepared right. for a large volume of, of Keystone Light. Oh, boy. And uh, we were doing okay. I think we were in second place. And... Uh, uh, I was still sort of chugging along, doing doing okay. We weren't going to win. But I was like, whatever, second place is, isn't going to be bad. Um, and then the guy in first place, uh, the, the team in first place, one of the guys threw up. And we're like, we're in first place. We're going to win. We had like two or three beers left. And I was like, I got to piss. So there was a back fence that it, that we all just would go piss on. And I, I went out back to piss. And so I was like, go make sure, everybody make sure he's not puking. And I'm like, I'm not going to puke. If I did, I'd tell you like, no, go make sure he's not going to puke. So I go off. <laughs> I go outside. I'm like, all right, come watch me piss on the fence. I go and I <laughs> piss on the fence. Uh, that back area is also where we kept all our garbage. I'm like, see, guys, I'm not puking. And I piss and I'm walking back. I'm fine. And then I trip over the garbage and I land with like my fist in my stomach, um, which is like basically sucker punching full of of Qdoba burrito and Keystone Light. Oh, nice. And now everybody's laughing. I don't throw up, but I I stand up and everybody's laughing. Ah, Esky fell, Esky fell. I'm like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, but I definitely shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> did that disqualify? No, it did not. That, There's no bad. rule that you you can't puke, but you can you are totally allowed to shit your pants. Oh, that's so good. I finished my last two beers in the bathroom, wiping shit off my legs. <laughs> James, finished the two beers, and you won. And oh, we won, we won. And um, uh, but I absolutely. And then I was like, guys, I know you're supposed to wait ten or fifteen minutes to uh, uh, make sure you don't puke. I will, but I'm going to go shower. And if that disqualifies me, uh, then it disqualifies me. <laughs> disqualifies. That's fine. So. Oh, it's a good one. They honored the win. (laughs) You didn't puke. But I didn't puke, but I totally shit my pants. And that was exciting. I uh, went to, uh, my parents took me to go see a a concert, Rush, the band, Radio City Music Hall with my best friend and my brother. And um, my best friend and I, Donise, we got matching Rush concert t-shirts. Mm-hmm same exact one next day we're sophomores in high school 
And the next day is the big St. Rose walkathon where basically you get off from school and we just walk all day, like five miles. We walk along the boardwalk from Belmar and the spring lake and back. And it's like the happening thing of the year. It's like you get to walk with your group, maybe catch up, talk to some girls you haven't seen in a while and, you know, kind of just like get out there and just have fun. It was a beautiful day. And I remember we were so excited the night before I'm like, Don, I'm going to wear my rush t-shirt to, to the walkathon. And Don's like me too, me too, Jeff. So the next day, and what um, age are you at this point? I'm 27. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say we were sophomore in high school. So I don't know. Yeah. 14, so, okay. It's like sophomore. Okay. 14. And uh, Don Neese and I, we were walking together with a couple other guys, no girls, but hopefully we chat some up. Yeah. Um, we were, we were wearing matching rush t-shirts. Girls, and, girls and, love rush. Right. And girls love rush. And what do they love more? two five foot three nerds walking in lockstep <laughs> same pair of jeans same exact rush shirt tom was a good looking guy i was not back then and it was just so many like hey you guys uh you plan that and we're like kind of yeah because we went to the show <laughs> and then i halfway through i'm like we probably shouldn't have been wearing matching matching outfits <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our our first real foray into social socializing in high school with people from different towns we've never met, and there literally was two or three girls who were like, "Hey guys, uh, both went to the same show." And we're like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Great." <laughs> <laughs> and at one halfway through, I'm just like, I, "Maybe I could take off the shirt." <laughs> one of us, one of us has to take off the shirt. Yeah. But it's one of those things like you're such a music geek uh, at that age. Oh, you like, love it. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm wearing a shirt. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm wearing a shirt. And we had just a modicum of like realization that, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't have done that. That's amazing. That's great. <laughs> huh. The realization halfway through that you're being made fun of is that is a painful. Yeah. Because you're yeah. like, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah this is fine. Yeah, yeah, we oh. to the show. Oh. Oh, we, God, yeah, we both went to the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yes. That's when it hit me. Yep. Yep. But, you know, mm, that is painful. Got it. This will stick with. Do you know what I like <laughs> is that we are talking about all the things we've done wrong. And in about an hour or two, I'm going to try to go to sleep. No. And then <laughs> I'm just going to stare at the ceiling and and uh, just replay some serious memories. All and, right. Do you want, well, how about we make it, get, get something a little fun here? All right. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Can you guys, a lot of people chip, you know, like people talk to us about the podcast and they're always like, guys, they ask you certain questions. I cannot go anywhere without people saying, Jeff, what are the top clam favorite flavored drinks out in the market right now? Like, you know, oh, Chip, people uh, all the like, time. Yeah. You guys, the only people who probably notice are you and Chip. What top are the what? top clam yeah. flavored drinks top clam oh clam. yeah we love clams you love yeah. seafood it's a it's a question we get a lot on the podcast right so sure. of course, people are like we love clamato jeff is there anything besides clamato i could be drinking so right. jeff, mm -hmm. i don't know if you'd like mine but i'm going to share a couple sure yeah i know so you look this up so you, you found it you yeah went, went, it's okay a, go it's ahead a website top clam flavored drinks uh clamato number one number two sure uh clam still light <laughs> okay yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I, I wouldn't want to do a case race of that one. You know, in case <laughs> followed quickly by an Alabama clamor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people I know down South 
love to just have a couple Alabama clamors. Yep. Um, for a night on the town with your best girl or guy, some uh, bottle, nice, nice bottle of clampain. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it, it actually, and do you know you can only call it clampain if it comes from the clampain region of France? <laughs> it's co- coastal region, I yeah. believe. Um, you guys like beer? Yeah, uh, I love beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're sure gonna like some clam Adams Boston Lager. <laughs> Again, if you're out with a client, you want to have something a little fancier. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. recommend enough a clam hatton. <laughs> That's like some madmen type stuff right there. Yep. And lastly, <laughs> um, you know, you're out with the girls, just want to have a little fun, just have a little vodka clamberry. <laughs> That's one because it's it's so low calorie, but good protein. Yep. <laughs> They're the uh, so it's, it's great. Knows. It's great because it's it's its own um, it's 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 its own back. So like it it really chases itself. It, it really does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's been asking. They're the uh, top clam flavored drinks. Thank you, Jeff, for for yeah, settling that. I just thought maybe we should. It's 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 nice. My um, because my my uh, my brother and his family live out in uh, on the west coast. And they're they're able to get some good clam milk for their kids, and that's it's so nice. It's it's nice. It's fresh out there. If you never had good fresh clam milk, uh, yeah. You want to. Uh, by the way, uh, our boy our boy Timmy Mac uh, just said, "Be careful, you don't end up with chlamydia." Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's something you don't want to get. Yeah. No, God no. Oh no. Um. Oh, and also, Chip. Of course, people. Uh, one other question we always get. They're like, you know, everybody's on social media. Everybody's like saying how great everything is, how how wonderful their lives are, how sure. you know. But what about the the sad celebrities, Chip? They're always like, who are the sad celebrities? Everybody's yeah. like, everything's great for me, blah blah blah. I have a list of these are the top sad celebrities, Chip. You okay, mind if I share them, yeah, I would love that. All right, number one, this is a real sad guy, Keanu Greaves. <laughs> Yeah, very, he's, very sad. Yeah, he's very uh, sad. There's an NPR radio host, Teary Gross. Yeah, very, very sad. <laughs> she gets very whiny on her on her radio show. Uh, old old actress here, Tiffany Somber Thiessen. <laughs> very sad celebrity. Um, rapper, I guess, a hip hop artist, a Misery Elliot. <laughs> oh, this is sad. Uh, Blue Diamond Phillips. Oh, that's yeah, yeah that's a that's a sad oh, I like that one. And there's just two more. There's uh, everybody loves this guy, John Cougar Melancholy. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, Heidi Gloom. Heidi oh, Gloom. yeah, that's those saddest. Well, thanks for sharing those, Jeff. Yeah, it's, I just, you know, people are. He does a lot this, of research. James. This is just stuff I have to get off. Well, my, it's my it's great. And if my show ever takes off, I'll have one of them on uh, Depressed yeah. Chef. There you go. Yeah. Then you could just that's, reach out to maybe mm-hmm. Claire Forlorny. She might want to <laughs> join you, you know. Sorrow, Robbie, any of those people <laughs> might want to just join you. There you go. Yeah. Chip, I the one thing that James, Chip, and I always have to talk about, of course, is pet talk. Chip, a lot of people have been talking that Franklin got a new hairdo. Is that true? Franklin got a new hairdo. Let me, uh, if you allow me. Uh, yeah, I got to check out this. Would guy. you guys like to see Franklin? 
Franklin, Franklin, Franklin. If we're talking, if we're talking pet talk, my uh, I was just home in uh, Pittsburgh. Sorry to brag. My dad got a new pug. Nice. So there's a a 10 week old pug. Oh, I saw a picture, James. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, she is. Well, yeah, a uh, woman, pug. black woman, strong black woman, and she pug. don't need no man. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, she's, but she, oh. And here's, oh, here's Franklin. Look at this. Here's Franklin. Oh, man. Just, uh, I'm going to put him up here so you can see him. Look yeah. Franklin got a new hairdo. Chip, do you Franklin. want to shout out the place that made him look this good or? Uh, yeah, it was, they did a really good job. It was our first one with him. Take a look. He's, he's yeah. being very stylish right now. Oh my God. Um, Eyebrows, everything. Yeah. Um, it was actually at our vet, our, at Companion Vet down in South Philly at uh, mm-hmm. like Fifth and Dickinson ish in South Philadelphia. And uh, they, but they also offer grooming and they did a great job. And uh, he looks very stylish. He that's not a, that's not a Rick job. That's not a Rick <laughs> job, unfortunately. I, I was going to take him, get a Rick job to uh, Rick uh, Giuliani, but, uh, uh, yeah, he they did it, and he he was very scared because he doesn't like his uh, paws getting clipped. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, I imagine. he doesn't like his paws getting clipped. But uh, so she did it with scissors, and oh. uh, she she did it all by scissors, and it looks it looks very good. He's very soft, and he smells like a barbershop so oh, still, so it's great. So it's very like that blue liquid, whatever that is. Yes, exactly. Yes. So yeah, so Franklin yes. is looking, uh, and they even gave him a little uh, bandana. That hypnotic. What's that? The blue liquid. I think it's yes, hypnotic. hypnotic. Yes. Does yeah. he um does he share the bed with the cats and you guys? What is his uh So he shares his uh my pillow with me. Oh my god. Nice. Uh, we've actually had to remove the cats from the room because it usually at 4 a.m. the cats now try the one especially Gary just walks all over my wife and just like swats at her and just wants her to be awake yeah. and uh it's not even to be fed. Like they they have an automatic feeder that gets fed at like 4:30 in the morning. And he still just wants her to be up. So uh, we we lock the cats out, but he shares the bed with us. He he has, actually has a fun new thing, don't you? That you say he burrows under a pillow. So he'll like literally just like crawl under a pillow. Like yeah. he, and the other morning I was sleeping and he just did it under my head. I didn't even realize Kim saw it, but he uh, just dug himself under my pillow and just laid laid under there. So he uh, is a mellow little guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's very good. He's waiting for his uh, what we like to call his midnight snack. What he, he gets? Get? He gets a tiny, just a tiny little, little piece of his uh, dinner. Like so, he gets his dinner at like five. Yeah, and then but he gets just to hold him over for overnight. He gets a little tiny snack uh, at at uh, at nine p.m. Uh, nine thirty usually uh, that that we give it to him. And uh, I don't think you understand the snack. the term midnight very well, but okay. <laughs> I don't think he does either. That's the good thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But the good thing he does, he knows how to give us his paw now. If he wants oh. a treat, he gives he gives his paw, and he knows how to do it because he's very smart. He's a very smart little boy. It'd be great if he went and just dug up an old farmer man like paw and then <laughs> paw. Yeah, <laughs> paw. So everyone say goodbye, Franklin. Say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. bye, Franklin. Good boy. Good boy, good boy Franklin. Uh, go, get go get that treat. Go get that treat. My go get that. Been, uh, go get nut. that two and a half hours to midnight snack. Yep, midnight <laughs> snack a little earlier than most people. When they think about midnight. I do the I do the same deal. Uh little midnight snack of uh pine of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Quarter quarter chicken. Mm-hmm. And uh and, and that's what we give them generally. Yeah, that's usually that's usually what we give. And then just another pine of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Wash it yeah. down maybe with the clam Adams. Oh, the clam yes. Adams. Yeah. Uh Jeff, how are your gals doing? Uh good. They get at they get at seven o'clock, they get a little dental stick, a little chewy that looks like a little cigar. A little greeny? 
they're not green. They get that in the morning. They get greeny in the morning, and then at night they get a different one. And they literally, at one minute to seven, they harass me, they menace me, they corner me until I give it to them. Yeah. And then at night, around nine, Shelby needs her her, her good girl pill. Basically, mm-hmm. she's on Prozac. Yeah. Uh, you know, anxiety issues. Um, so I have to wrap one in cheese and give it to her. And then to be fair, I have to give star one. We call it the placebo, meaning there's no pill. Right, right. So yeah. Just to see what happens. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I, I totally consent to having this podcast released. <laughs> <laughs> you want no part of, of any placebo talk. Yeah, yeah. Or, or dog talk. Um, yeah, and um, we had two years today of Shelby not escaping from our yard. Oh, and congratulations. Remember, remember I told you I was like, I bought these. So the electric fence works. Uh, it, actually, James, they're called coyote rollers. I installed them along the top of our whole fence and they just roll. They're meant to keep coyotes out of your yard. So if a coyote went to climb your fence, it would mm-hmm. hit the roller and fall back. Uh-huh. Secondary market they figured out was it would keep dogs in the yard. Right. So we have, have you ever thought that that maybe it's just the type of home that your environment you're creating that <laughs> oh, would God, make yes. your dog why she wants to leave so why she wants to escape and oh, i just I want to be about... clear you're talking about your dogs not your kids right yeah yes my dog yes. okay kids. all right just want to do you're free to go whenever I'm... they would yeah. like yeah i was like i'm a mandated reporter so there's just certain things that I. yeah yes. he needs he needs to report that if, yeah. if that happens by the way jeff uh wasn't coyote rollers the name of the uh the band that you put together with tom petty <laughs> and jeff tweedy it was you, coyote. Jeff Tweedy, and Tom Petty, yeah, it was, and it was it, the, uh-huh. it was Coyote Rollers, right? It was. It was yeah. just. It was very like alt country, folksy mm-hmm. type stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and then of course, you know, we had Tom Petty killed. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So today, my dog and yesterday, my dog escaped twice. She found a loophole. No. Um. We have a, a pond in our backyard. It has a separate fence around that. She dug under. She, the fence. Did she wire the fence? <laughs> James, she can she can climb over a four foot fence. She can get her claws in, and so now I spent two hours tonight reinforcing fencing to make sure she can't get out. Jeff, I don't know how to tell I tell you this. Your dog fucking hates you, I man. Know, she really does. <laughs> hates living there. Well, we joke, James. This is a great point. We got them at a rescue, and the rescue was Mainline Animal Shelter way out in like phoenixville and i gotta tell you the animal shelter is beautiful it's on a giant rolling hill farm mm-hmm. so these dogs literally got to hang out with other all their dogs all day long ah. play go running in this giant farm setting so when i brought them home i think shelby's still like i can't believe you fucking <laughs> from maybe one of the most idyllic places yeah in montgomery county and took me to your crappy little house your yard no other, yeah yeah so I, I think that's part of it james I, i'm not discounting what you're saying i think she's not i just thrilled. yeah i just wanted to make sure that i said yeah. the meanest thing possible just that's, for, it's it's it, I, there's a uh, you were really nice to have of, me on your podcast and no. i wanted to make sure it's always it's always good to insult your host <laughs> right mama Chip, raised me right um and of course chip and i used to this used to be a running podcast we do have some running news chip is that true yes what do we got going? All right. Chip? We have Mark in Springfield sprained his ankle. And um, 
<laughs> and Lisa is up to four and a half miles. Way to go, Lisa. That's really not far off what we used to talk about. <laughs> you got anything, Chip? Uh, so, you know, I haven't been running. I had this like dumb thing with my lung last year and I uh, didn't want to run a lot. Like I wasn't supposed to run for a little while and then I was just afraid to and I didn't want to. And then you yeah, have the pandemic hits and the bad and then bad weather hits. Uh, I haven't run more than a mile. I mean, I haven't run at all, like other than like maybe a couple blocks in over a year. Uh, and I just wasn't feeling great. I've been riding. We have a we have a state an exercise bike that we use. Okay, but I haven't I been running. Like yeah, I haven't been running. And uh, I just couldn't take it the other day. So I just ran. I was like, I'm going to try to run a mile. Just I'm just going to yeah. run one mile to see if I can do it. I don't know if I could do it. Yep. Uh, I, I ended up running two miles, did like an 840 pace, nice. felt good. So uh, two days later, I got up and I ran my uh, first 5K, did a little 5K and awesome. uh, ran my three miles. And it How felt it good. Feel? It felt really felt great. I feel really yeah. good. But the legs are sore right now, which yeah, is yeah, obviously to be expected. Yeah. But I ran three miles. So it was. How was uh, the breathing while you were running? It was great. It felt it, honestly it <laughs> felt my breath better. the whole time. Yeah. Didn't breathe <laughs> once. <laughs> I didn't want to um, chance it. I saw I didn't breathe until the very end. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was great. That's I, awesome. Man. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, felt great. So I'm, cool. I'm looking forward to doing another, uh, doing another run soon. Maybe even tomorrow. We'll see, see how the legs are feeling. How about you, Jeff? Jeff, you're, uh, you're, you're amping up for something right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I spent literally spent the last, well, two months, last month, every day after work and on the weekends, either painting my house, I'm almost done and training for a 50 K. So it's like, I have to, all I do is check the weather. I'm like, will I be able to get the trim on the upstairs done before rain here? And then once that's done, I have to go run like, you know, a certain amount. So, you know, when you do a marathon, you have to do a certain amount of miles yeah. a week. And then when you do a 50 K, you have to like up that. Sure. So it's just, and then your long runs on the weekend, of course, are longer. So yep. I'm a month, I'm exactly a month out from today from doing the 50K. So you're probably peaking right now because you're going to have yeah. to trail off a little bit, right? I so gotta what I'm going to taper for two weeks. So I have two more long runs. Um, Sunday, I got to, I got to do 26. And then probably the next week, I'll maybe do 28. Yeah. And then, I get two weeks to just kind of go. Well, how many miles is 50 K? What is that? 31. Yeah. 31. Okay. So um, where, and where are you doing? Oh, that's not that many then. Never mind. No, it's not 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never mind. You 50 sounds like so many. I know 50 cents. So many. And then people, it's are only like, oh, wait, 31 it's only miles. Yeah, you, you baby. I am a baby. Uh, <laughs> Delaware. I, you know, the thing, well, the nice thing I mean, you got it. You probably, if it's in Delaware, you got to at least see the state twice. Then I assume <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. I loop Delaware twice. You loop Delaware. It's from trip. New Jersey to Maryland. <laughs> yeah. One of the, one of the draws, which I'm trying to, you know, I've, I've done a bunch of like distance runs and marathons and it's always road race. You're always on streets and stuff. So I've been running a lot more on trails. So I wanted to do a legit trail race. So this is single track trails in outside of wilmington delaware it's two like 16 it's a 16 mile loop like twice um so it's something different you know i'm just like why not um and it's been going good and there there's other people who do, there's other people who do this too or are they mm -hmm. just like yeah sure go for it jeff there's a lot of well i've, I've been checking out the there's a 25k and a 50k most people have signed up the 5th to 25k is sold out so now they're just like 
hey, we need people to do the 50. They're trying to get more people to do it. So, um, you know, it should be fun. I just, you know, it's like, as Chip, Chip knows, I've been running a while and I'm always, I just do it because James, I'm literally in front of a computer all day. I'm a, I'm a web development person. So mm-hmm. my only respite from being in front of screens is literally the only thing that forces me away is to go run. I literally right. like get up and just run, ah, go away screens. And I just keep running. It's part of like, you know, the mental health thing. And um, right. no, I mean, I, I, I walk a bunch, right. But- but here's my here's my question, Jeff. Yeah. What are you running from? Yeah. Yeah. It's a valid question. Well, oh wait, you just you just told me it was it was like the computer screen involved. Yeah. You actually you got there. You well, actually sometimes, told me. Was... Sometimes when I'm out in a trail, I literally will menace a bear. Okay. And then just to give me that extra kind of like a little extra zing, extra mode. It's 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 a it's like a gel pack. Yeah. <laughs> So Chip, we just got a little uh, running with Chip and Jeff segment. Yeah, we did. Wow. Good, right? First time nice. in a while. Felt good. Felt good. Felt good. Guys, we are coming up to the end of the show, and this is something we call plug what you're doing or shouts. Chip, what, what's up with you? What do you want to talk about? Anything coming up that you want to? Uh... I am going to be doing uh, Punchline in Philly. Uh, my first live show back since nice. October. Uh, I'm doing a punchline of Philly on June 2nd and June 3rd. I'm going to be at Souljols comedy club, outdoor comedy club nice. in Royersford, Pennsylvania, under the big dome. He made, he created a dome in Royersford, Pennsylvania. Uh, nice. so, so I'll be doing that and just, uh, at chip Chantry on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and crossover to pet talk. Uh, please follow at South Philly Franklin on oh. Instagram. So uh, Franklin is now an internet celebrity. is an Instagram oh, celebrity. He's got Franklin. he's got seventy followers Holy already. Shit, That's the most uh, on of anybody on Instagram. Instagram that anybody's yeah. ever done. It's the most that anybody. It, Instagram almost uh, broke down the other night. Uh, so yeah, at South Philly Franklin, uh, and uh, check that out. And he is uh, uh, yeah, he's an internet celebrity. So follow South Philly Franklin uh, on Instagram. Uh, how about how about you, uh, Jeff? I got nothing. I, I uh, just painting a house. And, and when is the when is the the thirty the fifty k? Uh, June eleventh in okay. right right outside of Wilmington, Delaware. I'll, okay, uh, I'll keep you guys abreast of my. Yes, my, it's a good way to die. It's a good yes, way to die. it's a great way, great way. James, how about you? Uh, depressed chef. You can yes. uh, see it on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash James Heskey. Um, also uh, just at James Heskey on all the social medias, uh, James uh, Twitter and and uh instagram and then facebook you have to friend me so like don't do that yeah in, but uh, it's not it's yeah. not worth it it's not yeah. i mean if, if there's no other choice do it but um if i see your friends with jeff and chip uh also i have a new podcast called junk miles with chip and james <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a really good one when jeff, as soon as jeff dies of this one yep. uh on this yep. uh on this it starts day. june 12th <laughs> june 12th <laughs> so james, uh, I, I really couldn't put it in better hands you, uh, i'm putting in my will right now the only thing is you get the podcast but you also have to support my wife and kids oh i hope that they are okay Uncle with james. no money <laughs> uh james uh, are that, you still doing nfl fan therapy yeah, so we just we I was just in Cleveland for the draft. Nice. Um, it was a it was a whole bunch of fun. We shot a bunch of videos, so you can check those out as well. If you just search for uh, NFL fan therapy on um, YouTube, 
you can see all my stuff. Uh, I'm the Steelers fan named Les, who is, um, I dig deep. I'm an alcoholic Steelers fan. Um, wow, really? With really mental true. issues. It's, it's, it's tough. I don't know where I pull it from. I'm such an actor. What, what a um, method actor right there. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I don't, I'm the Meryl Streep of acting. Well, thank you very much, guys. That was a, that was a fun show. Yes. And as we're all now, we're all vaccinated. We're all ready to go out. I say the first thing we do, the three of us, when we get together, go indoors. We don't need masks. Let's rob a bank. Let's, I say we do it. I say we just freaking rob a bank. Let's do I, I, it. No masks. Yeah. Right, yeah. I love it. This is where we all wave goodbye and wave I'll goodbye. overlay the uh, the junk mile seems like James Heskey, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having James, me. I really for, appreciate it. So much fun. You guys are the best.